0: what Boy, a racket that is
1: such a racket <laughs> you you go to the dentist for a cleaning and the dental assistant does 98 percent of the work and, and
0: puts up with fucking you they right. fucking they have to talk to you and do all that shit and then the dentist comes in and is like hey you're not getting into too much trouble right <laughs> all right
1: get out of here here's your fucking free toothbrush Brush, right. hit it boys <laughs>
0: Don't look at me that way. I wasn't looking at you. It was an honest mistake. Hey. We say those famous lyrics, of course, because they are back.
1: Dead and Co. doing one final show. Yeah. Hell yeah. Wait, not one final show. One final tour. Right? Ending. With That is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. If you do a final music tour, guy over
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay, Pete. I think I'll be taking advice from you on that one. <laughs> Thanks. Fair enough. Jeez. Follow one tour for me one time.
1: Wanna follow the Denco tour? No. I actually would. Uh I would, but I think that I would uh get addicted to drugs. Ah, yeah. I think you go to enough Dead & Co. shows, you're like, alright, fuck it, I will try this mystery pill. Yeah, I wonder how hard of drugs
0: are actually getting used. Like, I don't think people do Molly at Dead & Co. because they don't
1: don't know what Molly is. Uh, They probably don't call it Molly, if they call it anything. MDMA? Yeah. Street name? Yeah, I feel like they call it by its, like, scientific name. Uh, Actually, the street name's gotta be Molly, huh? Street name is definitely Molly, um... I don't know. I, I would assume there's there's lots of pot mm-hmm. from experience. I was going to say, you <laughs> definitely know there's yes. lots of pot. You've been to one of their shows. Correct, and I brought some pot. Uh, there's got to be psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's about my extensive drug knowledge. That you're not <laughs> seeing coke at a Dead & Co. show? No, definitely not, because it's a uh, chill
0: vibes. Yeah, if somebody were doing coke at a Dead & Co. show... At, I mean, Actually, I famously
1: did do coca-cola we all did coke yeah. yeah we got some coca-cola it was the best just smoked some pot and Damn, drank some now coke I'm- now i'm really mad that we didn't fire off like a doing coke at at uh, at the dead and Coke show you know what people would have responded with Serial killer move. Ugh. No, I mean, I meant like a cocaine joke. I know, but people um, would have said, like, you're not supposed to do Coke at a dead and go show.
0: Serial <laughs> killer move. I've never done Coke before. I'm not like advocating for doing Coke. I'm just never done pushing back well. against people who respond to fucking everything. I like, don't know, man.
1: I would. Well, oh, have... that sounds like a serial
0: killer move. You know what sounds like a serial killer move? Murdering multiple people, <laughs> doing something that's like a little bit of a faux pas is not a serial killer move. i don't
1: think that that twitter would call it a serial killer move though because i think that twitter has big coke energy like everybody on twitter is basically on coke
0: true man twitter's been so mean lately i've like i've just seen so many fucking things that it made me be like i want that person to step away from the twitter so then instead i just step away from the twitter because i'm not certainly not going to be like hey I wish we were all being nicer to each other on here, because then a hundred people would be
1: like, oh, yeah. oh you fucking sub-tweeted me, uh, serial killer move. Uh. <laughs> or you would just, I mean, the easiest way to get cyberbullied bullied would be like, hey, we should all be nice. And everyone's yeah. like, fuck you. Yeah,
0: uh, but uh, Denko back, word on the street is John Mayer was like, this has got to be the final one, which makes sense, because Bob Weir is... Definitely not the one calling that. He's gonna. There's gonna be another iteration after John Mayer leaves, I'm sure. But this is a fun one, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad they're back. Last, this will be three summers in a row now. That that's kind of part of the part of the summer.
1: I went to my first one this past year. I'm glad that uh, it's at uh, Fenway this time around. I think that'll be a cool experience. Gillette is, it's fine, but it's kind of like soulless. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Getting there is annoying. The chicken tenders weren't very good. Although Fenway's chicken tender is famously the biggest scam in the the business. Yeah, I mean, I definitely prefer Gillette's to... Did you ben see race. the uh, the Edmonton Oilers? Not to get too hockey. Uh, did you see the Edmonton Oilers concession prices on the Twitter machine last night? Of course I did. I'm an oil man. But yeah, refresh my memory. Uh, thirty six dollars and fifty cents for two popcorns and two sodas if you go to an whole oil game.
0: Two popcorns, two sodas. If you're going to the movies, that's what you're getting.
1: That's that's not thirty six dollars. Two popcorns and two sodas. It's probably twenty dollars max. You're
0: probably looking at eight bucks for
1: the popcorns. Yep. That's sixteen. Like two dollars and fifty cents, maybe for a soda at a movie theater. Yeah. Oh no, no, dude. Like what? Like four bucks? Yeah. You're probably so, looking at four. So so you're, so you're tapping out at at like twenty five dollars. Sixteen. Yeah. Twenty four. Yeah. That's, that's add ten more dollars. And also,
0: there's understanding as to why movie theater prices. Are so high, because if you're seeing the movie when it first comes out, they're not really getting much of the money, so the movie theater needs to make money somehow. An uh, arena definitely and, doesn't need that
1: money. And, like, movie theaters can get away charging $8 for popcorn, because it's like, movie and movies and popcorn kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Fucking ice hockey and popcorn... That shit should be like $4. I was going to say I've never had, I've never gotten popcorn
0: at a hockey game, but then I forgot that I covered hockey for 400 years and ate popcorn whenever I was trying to not eat candy or cake or hot dogs or all the dope shit they give. Man, covering hockey is the best. I'm about to start (laughs) doing that again. They just give you so much, they just treat you like a fucking child. Although, famously, Bruins for a long time didn't have water. What? On the, yeah, didn't have water on the ninth floor. I would have to take it from the meal area on the third floor until famously the Bruins told me to stop doing that. They well, said, Hey, stop taking the bottled water and bringing it up to nine. If you're gonna well, have a downy bottled water, that's fine. And I was like, yo, your organization has a reputation <laughs> and you are not helping it by saying
1: cool it on. The free water. <laughs> oh, man. Ridiculous. Um, we are famously in the hockey business, and I think that we're going to...
0: Almost wore a hockey jersey today, we're gonna but be, I figured
1: it would be too hot, and instead I'm wearing this, and I'm s- sweating way more, even. That looks... A thick shirt. That does look like a thick shirt. It looks quite heavy. Uh, we're going to be in the hockey business, and I, I think... <laughs> this is the year. This is the year. We're going to try it out, and... We're going to do a lot of hockey experiences this mm. year. I like the idea of doing weird stuff. Not weird stuff, but, like, doing stuff that... that is not typically seen as like the usual fan experience at hockey games yeah like what would we do if we went to a hockey? like what do we do when we go to things well i'll tell you what we do now but we go to edmonton and pay 36 dollars for popcorn patreon.com slash listen to find out what all the buzz is about over
0: there gotta get the patreon absolutely bumping we apologize for not doing uh, a bonus episode last week but life happens Uh, It's not going to be a regular occurrence though So get on there uh, Give us a little dough Support us And let us buy $800 worth of Because it's not just $36 worth of popcorn and soda You got to remember The Oilers have a new jersey this year They Mm -hmm. changed their home jersey So I no longer own the current Oilers home jersey You You own the current third though it's, to your I credit. love that jersey, man. I love that jersey.
1: Uh, speaking of jerseys, I saw a lot in the replies of that Oilers tweet about the concessions. Is that like Oilers fans were being like, it's not just the concessions; it's the pro shop. Like everything is, they're price gouging for everything right now because the team is good. Uh, and now, I, I mean, we need it. We, we want to do some, some pro shop venturing. Yeah, because famously, we love a pro shop. I need to see how much an Oilers jersey costs in that pro shop. What would it? Uh, let's see. I'm guessing what would it would be like 250 something like that. 250 is like the normal price for a authentic jersey. Really? Yeah. It's it's it hovers around the 200. Shout range. out
0: the uh the honey
1: uh, extension on Google Chrome. Do you use that? No. Well, that's the one where you find like the best price on certain things. Yeah, the things. Oilers
0: jersey I got, they didn't they famously didn't have it in uh any they didn't have it in a close to wearable size for me in anything
1: but authentic. And let me tell you, got it for a lot cheaper than 250. Yeah, well, you I mean, I think it's it's probably I would say it's probably closer to 300. Wow. And you also have to consider the fact that it's Canadian money, which is fake Monopoly money, and
0: oh, you're it, saying Canada?
1: Okay, well then, like, well, it's a pro shop, seven hundred, Edmonton. So, yeah, yeah I know, it's but we're still like, kind of translating. It's Probably like four hundred dollars. Man, that's you know what I love about
0: Canada. What when they, you know what they call it up there? You know what they call their uh, money up there? They refer to it as toonies. The, the, the dollar. Zunis? Th- no, the dollar. Okay, They'd be cool. like, oh, the dollar's rough right now. <laughs> I remember I would, t- I would talk to uh, players. They'd be like, hey, how's everything going? And I remember I was talking to a player saying his parents were going to come, but he was like, the dollar is struggling right now. And you know what I American like, oh, people man, call their money? I the dollar.
1: Uh, ducats. <laughs> Some of them. Uh, most of them just say, fucking Biden. <laughs> yeah. Whenever talking about the money yeah biden's thanks biden by Fucking. the way d- y- uh
0: you don't have student loans i still have uh, uh, some and it dawned on me the other day i was like i never like followed up on <laughs> the free ten thousand dollars yeah i just I, there you were just like hey i'm gonna forgive student loans i was like fuck yeah i win dj dj and then i didn't think about it until the other day i was like is that happening was i supposed to if if something was supposed to be filled out, I guarantee you I am going to forget to do it yeah. or remember it and not do it. I got a car recently, famously, and they are like, okay, just fill these things out. When you go get it inspected and everything, you get all like everything, just
1: send it to us, and you get it reimbursed. Absolutely haven't done that. Uh, everybody go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash listen of brunch. DJ needs to pay his student loans, not using the free $10,000 that was offered to him.
0: Yeah, let's. Uh, I'm trying to Taylor's version. Of this double dip. <laughs> pay me enough to pay the student loans that I am already getting for free. I like that. Uh, but big reunion. Taylor Swift is back with Midnight's. She's released
1: the tracks. What do you think of the tracks? What do you think of the names of them? I I can I can never muster up even a shred of energy to care to look at track P- listings.
0: I don't know a Taylor Swift fan. Who cares about it? Like, the, the Taylor That's Swift fans true. with that... whom I usually speak, other than Nora, who does it, like, professionally, I don't know. Uh, like, my Taylor Swift fan friends have been like, this is fucking stupid. Who fucking cares? What do you What do you learn from a name? I mean, the big one is that uh, Lana Del Rey Correct. is on one of the songs. You know what I couldn't care less about? Yeah, I don't care that too much about that collab
1: either. <laughs> no. That just seems... That seems overwhelmingly, like, melodramatic. You give me, well, it's like, I mean,
0: Taylor famously has co-opted the sad girl season thing. She really has. So, if we were if to put our heads together and think about, like, what's she going to do on this, we probably would have eventually come up with, oh, she'll involve Lana Del Rey.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's either that or Phoebe Bridgers, which, you know, if we have to apologize. Not ruling that Not out. apologize, but if somebody's been let off the hook for co-opting sadness yeah it's phoebe bridgers i think phoebe bridgers is like a, like she's genuinely, genuinely sad, sad yeah. but like is branding it as like her thing and kind of marketing it and being making it like cool quote-unquote cool
0: yeah i don't yeah just like we've talked about the kind of fan experience the phoebe bridgers thing it's like like she's like mainstream sad we're sad bullies and it's like oh, okay good half of that mm-hmm. that's half good <laughs>
1: or actually i guess Try to feel as good as you can. Which is uh very it's very interesting because uh Maddie from the nineteen seventy five mm. has famously been hanging out with Phoebe Bridges quite a lot. Yeah. She's been in the in their most recent music video. Uh the nineteen seventy five are back, they've reunited. <laughs> that's right. Uh the nineteen seventy five, like a lot of their new songs are just like kind of happy love songs. Nice. That's not so bad. No, nobody. I'm not gonna like. I like the 90s. 1970- I don't require music to be sad, <laughs> yeah, right? I think. I think sometimes we like sad music from certain artists, like uh, Father John Misty writes a great sad song just because he's a great s- songwriter and yeah. will find a way to like make being sad very funny and to just like articulate things in ways that'll hit you, right? I like. Sm- I like really smart people making sad songs because it's like it puts it. They put it in ways that are like, damn, good for you. Like, you turn that sadness into something beautiful. Dude, when I first heard the words, it's easy to assume
0: you've built some rapport with a someone who only likes you for what you like yourself for. I like... Want to text so many people in my life and be like hey this is why like that didn't work out like yeah. it just beca- like, or, and which would make them feel terrible or something yeah you shouldn't but it's just like <laughs> it's it's like a it's a familiar thought but put in a very uh, brilliant way so yeah be sad definitely and yeah. we, we've discussed like sad bops are amazing although maybe they've become a little too en vogue
1: I, I agree. I think it's become like too "quote unquote" cool to be sad. It's like the recipe, the the like the the sad bop versus like yes. the yeah. Sad I don't want. I don't want rumpy number. I don't want people to to do the sad thing because it's cool or because like they're they're trying to be more relatable for the sake of merchandising or sales and and things like that. But like, I, I'm definitely down with with uh, embracing the sadness if it's like what you're truly in what if olivia rodrigo's album was like
0: hey on paper i'm kind of killing it here like late teens actor and now with a burgeoning music career what was if that whole album was like uh a rapper's first album in like the late 90s like i'm fucking of just it. like <laughs> here i fucking am how about this good for me
1: (laughs) it wouldn't have done as well it would not have done as well um but yeah i I mean i i think i i want to be careful about the uh the the sadness wave that's coming i think it's good in some ways but like i don't really love co-opting it but it's also a difficult conversation to have where it's like hey you're not allowed to be sad
0: i used to get some you can't
1: gatekeep being sad well
0: i mean but before seriously before like public depression was cool i would like it was a part of my life all the time and then like as people were like realizing hey this thing that i feel is depression and it's not just like oh i've had uh eight bad years in a row i think a lot of people who were like already entrenched in not that like i don't know if like depression subreddit exists but just like mentally sure that thing of like oh and yeah like like there's a
1: community here right like, like i'm not I'm alone OG depressed yeah.
0: there definitely was and i i hope i never did it but there was some like let me see your papers <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a, that's something that can't happen. Let me because, see like, how many
0: cookies have you bought recently. Come on,
1: fork it over. Do you buy a lot of cookies? I didn't think so. <laughs> Get I, out of here. I definitely don't want to like. I don't. I, I'm. It's a really weird place to be because you don't want to co op depression, but you also don't want to gatekeep depression. It's no. the, the weird thing about it, though, for me, particularly with regards to Taylor Swift, is I feel like Taylor Swift co ops a lot of things. Oh like yeah, and just nobody sees, does it more. Just sees what's cool and is like, okay, cool, I'm in on this. Like, and there have been different stages of her careers, the aesthetic- and you can kind of like chapter her career, yeah. and Like the, the the career moves that she's made, and this one, I mean, the the it, the sad girl thing
0: is like the most obvious, obvious yes. That it's and, and Woodruff stinks because it's very possible that Taylor Swift, the human being could be sad at definitely time. but de- Taylor like, Swift, the, um, the the marketing machine yeah the
1: obvious move is okay all right now it's gonna be yeah I've, I've conflicted feelings on it because it's like I'm sure there is a part of Taylor Swift that has been like propped up as this like media darling and there's a lot of stress and anxiety that comes with that and like I'm sure there's like been a lot of depression that has been had to be pushed down yeah uh, and y- you know I I think that she has been – for somebody who is under the microscope as much as Taylor Swift is a lot of the time, I'm sure there is part of her that's like finally I can just be like, yo, this fucking sucks. I am sad and I've had to deal with a lot of shit. And like being able to do that in a way that is marketable and like cool has got to be a relief. But I also think that like – i don't know there's part of me that's like okay she's just seeing what's cool and being like okay i'm doing this now yeah she's the worst
0: um <laughs> no just kidding <laughs> um dead and co are back and uh they've announced a new album no they haven't they're gonna do one final tour bob weir john Mayer, the whole gang uh people also wanted us to discuss um the bravery and that song
1: an honest mistake mm-hmm. what do you think of that it's a great song um off of uh, MVP Baseball, I think? Yeah, MVP 05, 04, something like that. Oh, it must f- have been 05. It would be 05 because that would be the Manny Ramirez cover. It was. Because uh, that was after the Red Sox won the World Series. Yes. So I believe the bravery were on that one. I believe so, too. As oh, were... you're saying it wouldn't be 04 because... Correct. Okay, yeah. right, right,
0: right. Uh, man...
1: Some of those EA tunes. I mean, that was the best. That was probably the best soundtrack of all time. But I can't remember. uh, There's a lot of great Madden soundtracks, too, with like Good Charlotte, Bubba Sparks. Oh, yeah. Fucking. What's it called, though? Uh, I always found it weird, though, that Ugly was on one of those soundtracks. Bubba Sparks? I don't know. I don't know that one. All I know is uh, Back in the Mud.
0: Oh, that was. Okay. For some reason, I thought that Ugly was on. Uh, one of those. And I'm, sure, was, like, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure
1: it was like Madden had those. Madden did pick favorites with yeah. like who they would include on the soundtracks. Like they had really good relationships with Good Charlotte, Bobby Sparks. Um, there are some other ones, but yeah. I mean, like they really leaned into the the, the ones that that uh, worked for them at that time.
0: I got into Chameleon Air. Via, oh yes, uh, Madden soundtrack. Not, not Riding
1: Dirty. Right. It was. It was, it was, it was um, before.
0: Was it the Southern Takeover? No. 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 no it was.
1: Fuck. Uh, Shit! I want to say it was uh shit. Uh, it was something. It was something like millionaire. Like it was off of his name. I'm trying to figure it figure it out here. I mean, there was
0: Camillionaire, There was Tech Nine. I got into the Pixies because of NCAA football. Really? They put Debaser on one of their oh, soundtracks, yeah. and I was all, all, all in. I, I had a, a franchise thing with uh you know a team I used?
1: In NCAA football? Yeah. Texas. Texas. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Uh yeah. Welcome. I uh I can't find I'm going through the uh the Chameleonaire. Chameleon Air had so many good songs
0: though. The Southern Takeover. Love that song.
1: Just look over your shoulder, shoulder. Alright, I gotta find out what this song. Is because I, I that was my introduction to Chameleon Air, and then when he did Ride and Dirty, I was like, "All right, good for this guy." Oh, I was pushing that. I had that album in my senior year of high school. I was pushing it
0: on people. Hell yeah! And then I remember, your eyes. Oh, see the hate in your eyes. Ah, uh, cause see the hate in your eyes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Woo! What song? Chameleon Air.
1: Where are you at, my friend? We should get Chameleon Air on. Also, that song is not in uh that song is not on Spotify. Remember Papoose L- uh I remember the name. I don't really know anything that he's Papoose
0: done. was on there. Oh my God, speaking of things not on Spotify. Don Henley's debut solo album, I can't stand still. Is not on any streaming service, and I don't know why. And I almost sent a tweet yesterday, but instead I just screenshotted it and sent it to
1: Wayne. It was just like Don I have Henley. Idea why you fucking bitch, man? Right? He, like you just it's, saw it's, Spotify put his music up and he sued some them. <laughs> fucking
0: lost. Like, like what? The, the tweet I was gonna send was like, "It's twenty twenty two. I can't listen to Dirty Laundry on any streaming service because Don Henley's debut solo album, I Can't Stand Still." is not on any streaming service. Don, what lawsuit could this possibly be now? Fix it. Get over yourself. My parasocial relationship with Don Henley is probably stronger than within, in any other case. We were talking the other day about uh, parasocial relationships, and I was saying that I don't think I have too many other than... I don't even know what that means. It's honest. the people talk about a lot. I think it's that's the term. It's like peop- you have... Like a one-sided relationship with somebody who doesn't know who you are. Oh, like
1: podcasts.
0: Right, right. So that's like the example. <laughs> and that's what we were talking about. We were talking about like listening to podcasts. And like people have parasocial relationships with us or any podcast they may listen to. And I was saying I don't really have many. And then I was like, uh eh, I kind of think I'm like in Heim. But they know who they they, they know do who I am, so it doesn't know like, who you are. It Doesn't count. So maybe not them. Uh, definitely not Father John Misty, because I'm like, no, like there's no relationship there.
1: Although actually, he no, could know fuck. who you are. He's tweeted at me before. That is true. Uh, what wait. did a DJ Bean? Yeah, you uh, also have like mutual connections. So yeah, it's
0: possible that actually it could have come up. Your They'd name could have like, come up. Po- all right, so but honestly, the biggest one is Don Henley. Because every now and then something will pop up like this where I'll just be like, fucking Don, why are you like this? This is what we're always talking about with you. Why won't you ever listen to me?
1: Because he doesn't know
0: who you are. Who are your... Actually, he's not him. But, like, I've, like, posted myself on Instagram playing an Eagles song on guitar, and that's been taken down right away. And I'll tell you... It ain't fucking Joe Walsh and Randy Meisner and all those guys who are taking it down. Yeah, but it ain't Don Henley. It's Don Henley's fucking crew of I lawyers bet. And he he does have people working around the clock. He like pays people for, like to work 5 days a week. To I would stuff. I I
1: don't know this guy, but I wouldn't be surprised if like he just lived with all his lawyers and every morning they woke up and just sat down at the dinner at the at the dinner table and were like, "All right, who we suing today? Yes. Yeah,
0: so like, I bet those people work around the clock. They flag stuff. They take it down. And then he's like, at the end of the day, fax me a list of the names. Bring and like, me my reports. In, right. And in bed, he's fucking sitting there with his fucking back problems. It's not fair. Whatever. Uh, he's got, like, reading right glasses now. on. And no, like, he famously has back problems. But Don't he's, know. like, going through the papers, and he's like... Nice try, Mister Bean. <laughs> <laughs> then his family's Very like Ebenezer Scrooge of <laughs> him. I don't have a parasocial relationship with Don Henley. I don't think about him at all.
1: Who would you say is your biggest parasocial relation? John Mayer.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I. We're so- gonna find out by the way that I've been using the wrong word, and like parasocial means like serial killer or something. <laughs>
1: Uh, if you're a serial killer, you should probably seek therapy. Yes. Like, um, that show, The Patient on Hulu, there's a serial killer uh. who kidnaps his therapist. Oh, no. And chains him in his basement. Hate that show. It's, uh, Steve Carell is the therapist and Domel Gleason is the serial killer. Wow. That show is one of those shows. I gotta watch it because I, you no, know to ride
0: for Gleeson.
1: Nah, but you, you don't have to watch it. It's it's uh it's one of those shows that I know when I'm watching like this isn't very good I love and those I shows. come back every week. It would be a great brunch show. Shout out show. Dave
0: on FXX y'all.
1: <laughs> it would be a really good brunch show. Um the it the serial killer is absolutely obsessed with Kenny Chesney and No Shoes Nation and, and it's don't it's Donald Gleason Yes. It's so it's so weird. I it's like this so role weird. for him but It's so weird. It's like so the show, if I had to break it down in a pie chart, it's like ten percent serial killing. Yeah. Uh forty percent uh Kenny Chesney, forty percent Jewish Jewish culture and like explaining it because Steve oh, Carell is, is good. very uh very, very Jewish. All right. And then ten more percent uh food. They're just like really into food. So it's like somebody feed kill <laughs> Yes. <laughs> kill phil oh my god if somebody kills phil i will lose <laughs> my shit uh new new season of uh somebody feed phil next week um good now a word from our sponsor better help better help it's uh it's we're getting to the changing of seasons it's getting dark earlier it's a big time for the s final n yeah seasonal finally my year is turning around depression uh if you're stuck in in your seasonal depression you want to talk to somebody about it or you got anything else going on in your life better help is a great way to approach therapy it's, it was my entry point to therapy so uh better help ha- will always have a fond place in my heart in your ticker that's right um I have used BetterHelp before. It's very, very easy. The user interface is great. I mean, this we've talked about it before, but I mean, it, it's I don't know if it is super, super difficult to find a therapist these days. I know it was during COVID. It
0: every time I've tried to find a therapist, it's been difficult. So it's I feel like it's like buying a house. It's it's always going to be hard. It's a process, and you have to find the right one for you. Yes, I, that's, famously, if you buy the wrong house for you, you're like. I'm used to the doorknob being on
1: this side. What what doorknobs at the bottom of the door? This is the wrong house for me. Uh, there are, there can be many reasons why you would want to enter into therapy, but
0: uh, maybe you got a bad house and it's bringing you
1: down. That's I mean that could be a reason. It could be weighing on you. Yeah, uh, it could be. Lit- In all seriousness, I've actually like when friends have been
0: buying houses, they've been like. I've been ramping up the I've been ramping up the therapy sessions because yeah. like I constantly feel so overwhelmed. I
1: mean, so, th- so anything can- looking for an apartment back in the day was like enough reason for me to want to go into therapy. It's, oh yeah, it's horribly, horribly frustrating sometimes. So regardless of whatever your 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 inspiration for therapy, for lack of a better term. Uh, you, you can go to BetterHelp. It, it's it's awesome because they will match you with a therapist very quickly, which is something that is very difficult to do outside of BetterHelp. Uh, finding a therapist can be difficult. And if it's not the right fit, you can ask them to find you a new one, and they'll find you a new one pretty quickly. So uh, if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists any time. When you want a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash brunch today to get 10% off your first month. That's better dot slash brunch.
0: Love it. Love it. I just gotta say I realized yesterday the percentage of my jokes that my therapist is understanding is going down. Is that a you thing or your therapist thing? I think it's a reason for
1: me to continue going to therapy, <laughs> I would say. Or, I mean, this is maybe not the most helpful suggestion. Find a different therapist. Oh, no, no. Jokes. <laughs> no, my therapist I know rocks. you would never drop your therapist. Yet. And my therapist
0: does get my jokes and my references. And sometimes she'll even, um, she'll like punch them up or throw a little like tag onto. The, it's go. like talking to you, like I'll say something and you, you'll you be like, or like, and you'll just like kind of rephrase it a little better. Like we're, I feel like my therapist and I could like write a TV show, like a sitcom. I feel I like mean, she, she'd she be good for, for punch-ups. Yeah, I mean, that's a, You should should bring that to her. I'd love to. There's an episode of uh, Hacks in which uh, Ava is hired to do punch-ups on a show about Boston. And they basically just like watch them do the show and then be like, oh, wait, it'd be funny if you did this. That'd be the best job in the world. Because that's just having a conversation. Listening to your friends say something and then just... Be like, hey! I know that it took you a hundred percent of your brain to do that whole sentence, but I'm gonna put a hundred percent of my brain into like the last three words you said, and now that sentence is on fucking roids.
1: Yeah, because it, I think that is a cool job because you don't really have to do the bulk of the work. You just yeah, get yeah, like to, the like, joke's refine. already
0: been made. How do you? I make the joke funnier.
1: Yeah, it's like it's being it's like being like a, um, the dentist. After the uh, dental assistant, like when you go in for a cleaning.
0: Oh, my God. Those motherfuckers. That's a great point. <laughs> what a racket. That is
1: such a racket. You you go to the dentist for a cleaning and the dental assistant does 98% of the work. And, and puts up with fucking you.
0: They, right. fucking, they have to talk to you and do all that shit. And then the dentist comes in and is like,
1: hey, you're not getting into too much trouble, right? <laughs> all right. Get out of here. Here's your fucking free toothbrush. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's basically what being a punch-up writer is.
0: Yeah, I uh
1: by the way, I send
0: a tweet every time I leave the dentist that should fucking take off and it never does. And it's leaving the dentist with the floss that they give you and it's uh fucking why can't I think of her name in Gone Girl?
1: Uh Uh, psycho lady yeah Uh, um, rosamund pike
0: yeah it's rosamund pike driving away uh throwing the pen like letting the pen fly out of the window
1: (laughs) (laughs) that should take off at least one
0: i can't believe it and like every time i do it someone will be like yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think there might just be too many fucking nerds on twitter flossing oh don't forget to floss (laughs) Woo. Have we, have we debunked yeah, flossing you've, yet? You've
0: tried to for me, so then I stopped flossing, and the next time I went, they were like, have you been flossing? And I was like,
1: no, I haven't. I know the secret, and I winked, and they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you not full? You have to. Two things that I think that I will die never understanding, or like never knowing where we're at as a society. How to continue living. <laughs> no. Uh, you get that? Yes, I get it. Because when you die, yeah, you can't figure out how to continue yeah, lives. you're like, "Ah, oh, fuck and you're chunked, like i failed chunked, <laughs> chunked it, <laughs> chunked the heartbeat that would be a sick headstone, though, yeah, just fucking chunked it, yeah <laughs> um, no, uh number one, like where we at as a, uh, where we're at as a society on flossing, whether it's like a whether it works or it's useful or whether we should be doing it, mm-hmm. never have any idea where that is because there's a new fucking report about whether it uh, works or doesn't work, and then uh, also daylight savings time. Like, does are are we doing daylight savings time still? I thought, yeah, I thought like a year ago. Oh, there was talk. I thought that we like crossed the finish line on that. Oh no, I, I thought we were done with it. No, you thought that. Well, I said that recently, and somebody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Daylight Savings Time absolutely still exists.
0: Well, I mean, like, I don't think you get yourself into uh, too much hot water with like the kind of things we do takes. But a blind spot for you has been, I say this with all of my heart, and you'll admit this, a blind spot for you has been like, sun and the seasons and things like that you famously had the uh this is why spring sucks tweet in like the middle (laughs) of winter and everyone was like what and you were
1: like you fuckers don't get it and i was like ah
0: but Pete, I also don't get it. I usually get it.
1: That was the uh, like one of the dumbest tweets I've ever sent. But like, but I, love I that immediately you just like def- defended it. Yes, <laughs> I sent a tweet in February, I believe it was. Yeah, being like, spring sucks ass, and we were like a month and a half away Will from spring. And spring. <laughs> I, I checked in after, and I was like, hey, like I never do this, but uh, you know that you're wrong. that's like totally wrong. <laughs> but in my defense. Here I am backing it up again. Just do it. The Super Bowl had already happened. And after the Super Bowl, we are immediately in spring. And you've seen the Grammys. <laughs> you spring. <laughs> and it was like 75 degrees the week prior. Ah, uh, I said, you white, you Ben Affleck on TV the other day. You white, you Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. I under- yeah. The role Who models, said that? Yeah. 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 The uh, child says, yeah. you
0: white, you Ben Affleck. Yeah. Um, And then Sean William Scott immediately defends that. And he's like, Yeah, you are white. And uh uh Paul Rudd's like, yeah. But Can't we were, they rule were it talking out. about uh they were like, Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones, are they really the same guy? And I was like Yeah. <laughs> Not because of them being white, because they were both the fifth quarterback taken on their respective draft classes, don't have much of an arm, and seemingly aren't that good. But I have been tickled by this whole Man, I love I, I thought I couldn't love friend of the podcast Jim Murray Moore. Have you seen him push he's pushed the uh Zappy Fever? No, thing. I haven't. It's the best. He's pushing he he has Zappy Fever, his father has Zappy Fever, and I have Zappy Fever. People call into the show and are like, "I got it." And he's like, "Ah, do you have do you, you drinking your fluids? <laughs> you getting the night sweats? Yeah, it starts with some chills. You playing with the thermostat? Yeah, you might have zappy fever. I love he's that. he's going ag- about it very like medically, which I
1: love, and I also love the fact that like Patriots fans spent so long talking themselves into Mac Jones and they're like he's the guy. He could be the guy. He could be the guy. And then like literally any fucking Joe schmo off the street comes in and like. It takes two weeks for them to be like, well, maybe he's the guy. I don't think that either of the (laughs) guys, but unequivocally, (laughs) Bailey Zappi has played better than Mac Jones, and I love that. I think that if you have to ask yourself if he's the guy, he's probably not the guy. Great clip
0: from – did you see the the guy talk from Pardon My Take about Mac Jones? And they were so freaking right. They were telling Hank, who's a Patriots fan, they're like, you're in a very tough situation right now because – mac jones is like a guy conversation yes and if you're having the and just like you said if you have to ask he probably isn't but if you have to ask it means you could also talk yourself into it and what drives me crazy with the mac jones thing is like the proof is going to be in the pudding so you can say oh mac jones is great oh you're just a mac jones hater blah blah, blah. cool you're getting bad quarterback play
1: well, I mean, the the my thing against Mac Jones, and it's kind of always been this, is that like he'll make four good plays, and then he'll make an unforgivable mistake. Yeah, and if your quarterback is good eighty percent of the time, he's not a good quarterback. A well, good quarterback, if
0: the twenty percent is like damaging. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right. Like, like the thing about Tom Brady. Well, I know it's a bad comparison because Tom Brady's like the best quarterback of all yeah. time, most accomplished. Yeah, but but best quarterback of all time. Yeah, um, he has. But Been on the most winning teams. Yeah, no, he's the best quarterback of all time. Uh, but if you make your mistakes, Patrick Mahomes? no, Tom, Brady's oh, best Tom quarterback Brady. Oh, Tom Brady. If you make your mistakes, and your mistake is like a bad throw out of bounds, yeah, or like you 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 missed a guy, yeah, that's that that's serviceable. But if your mistake is like, hey, you threw it right to the other fucking team at a crucial moment, yeah. you're bad quarterback.
0: There's a a hockey player, who, whom I love and respect so much. Think he's uh such a a good uh good interesting guy. Uh played on the Bruins and when he played on the Bruins, it's he was like teach. No, he was like the <laughs> just keep guessing. Yeah. Uh he was like the ultimate uh make mistakes out of the system kind of thing. And like you can make mistakes in the system, so to
1: speak, where, like, w- what you said... Like, you were trying to do the right thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, like, you found it wasn't going to work. All right, so you threw it at the running back's feet and the play's over, whatever. Live to play another day. If you... If you... You can royally fuck up with your mistakes. Yes. And, I mean, I've talked about this. uh It's kind of related, I guess. Um Like, some of my bad habits, uh you can... How you can make like a mistake or do something that you wish you didn't do or like let's say it's eating or something and you kind of go off the rails one day and you you eat too much. That can be like one bad day that you had or you can make it be like your brand. It doesn't have to become your brand. You can just (laughs) think that of like, okay, well, like it's a long day. I made one mistake or whatever. But – If it's, like, a big, massive, like, swing and there are these big, drastic things, that's where things can get a little herky-jerky and hectic. So Mac Jones doesn't have the, like, ah, well, he just fucked up a little thing. He has, like, the, what the fuck were you doing? They dropped the interception that you threw
1: to them, and then you threw it to them again. (laughs) If you're, like, if you're, you're, like, a painter and you complete, like, 80% of a masterpiece and then you set it on fire... You're not a good painter. Yeah. You're 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 an arson, famously. <laughs> yes. An arsonist? Yeah, an arsonist. I think that Mac Jones is like a light arsonist.
0: But he doesn't even it doesn't he doesn't even do
1: fun fuck-ups, man. Like no. Phil Rivers rocked yeah. because he was like,
0: We're down by 10 with three seconds to go. I have the perfect trick. And you're like, there's
1: no trick. There's nothing you can do. You can't score that many points. And he's like, I'm going to throw an interception. Yeah, it's not even like an admirable fuck-up where he's like fuck it, wild card, and, like, yeah. let's loose. He's like, I'm going to be a game manager. And then, like, all of a sudden, he'll just, like, throw a check down straight to the other team. <laughs> game manager, game wrecker. Oh, look, I hope Mac Jones gets good. But,
0: yeah, the, the, the we've all died on weird hills. But the – I've and from some media, too, the Mac Jones being the hill that you die on – And being, like, pot committed to Mac Jones yeah. in like, his
1: second season is weird.
0: Oh yeah! If somebody comes along better, or kind of what you were saying, if you learn from your fourth round rookie playing better than him, that like okay, so somebody can play better than him, even if it's not going to be this guy. Right? Let's let's maybe keep the peepers peeled to potentially find the next uh, person. But uh, also reuniting is uh, hot, hot
1: heat. I wish. I don't know. Are they? Uh, are they I done? Are they? I don't know if they're still they're, they're still kicking. I haven't haven't felt the heat. They were, in the, they were in the habit of taking things for granted.
0: Granted, there wasn't much for them to take.
1: That's true. And um, the
0: only thing... that bah, 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 And, I mean... They owe me an IOU, actually. They do. Uh, you owe me an IOU. You, I, you, I think you would forget. You
1: think I would forget. I'm never gonna... I won't forget this time. I'm sorry that I hurt you. Can I offer you some bandages? Is that a Hot Hot Heat song? Yeah, it is. Really? Bandages. Bandages? It's like one of their biggest ones. I also know there's uh, the Elevator one. Loving an Elevator. No, that's not it. Loving an Elevator. Uh, Their latest release, or Elevator was the name of an album. Uh, Ah. Yeah. Uh, And a song, so I was correct there. Um, That one was going up the charts. That's right. Uh, elevator talk on a... They had a single in 2022. Why was it... Wow, this was like two weeks ago. Really? This was exactly one week ago. They released a single, but... Uh-oh. It was Bandages Remastered. Oh, shit. I was <laughs> so excited
0: to hit pause, listen to the new Hot Hot Heat, and review it. Speaking of new songs, have you heard the new Paramore song? I have not. This is
1: Why? No, uh, but here's an update. Uh, Hot Hot Heat's last album came in 2016. It was their fifth studio album, and it was titled Hot Hot Heat. They did a st- a fifth a studio late album. era
0: late era self titled. Yeah. Not the only band in the news these days with a l- with a late era self titled album. Famously, Blink 182 did that in 2003 their like sixth or fifth or sixth album, something like that, was called uh Blinkway Took. Okay. It had uh it had the song that was in Madden when it was I believe it was called Action, and then when they put it on the album it was called Feeling This. Oh, wow. And then there was a song called I Miss You that was a uh big hit. Smash. Was it Miss You or I Miss You? I Miss You. I Miss You. Friend of the Podcast, Eric Slick, did a great uh, Imagine dunking video where he had a bunch of musicians do I Miss You. You just got Danny Brown going, don't waste your time. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you see that video? No. It was awesome. Then like three days later, he posted, he was like, fucking Phoebe Bridgers just sent back like her clip for it after I put it together. And like she was just like way late on it. Really? That's I found awesome. that
1: really charming of Phoebe Bridgers. It's like she didn't ignore it, but she was just like, I can't do this right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then maybe saw that it was already out and was like, oh, cool, I should have done that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I want to play. Um, Here's the
1: uh, I Miss You video remastered.
0: Yeah, so uh, nobody knows this, but I, I hope we're not telling tales of school. Um, Blink-182 is reuniting
1: with uh, old
0: Tommy Boy. Mm-hmm. So the... Oh, my God. it killed Matskiba. I saw such a douchey tweet that was like... If you're this excited about Blink-182's original
1: lineup, blah, blah, it's like it's not their original not lineup. Not their original lineup. It's uh famously Scott Rayner. Travis Erasure, Barker was
0: late the only to the original scene. member. Scott uh, Travis Barker founded Blink-182 and then brought in uh, Scott Rayner. And he played the bass and guitar and he sang and he was the drummer and then Travis Barker quit, and they brought in Matt Skiba, and then Matt Skiba died. So John Frusciante rejoined the band, and then, uh, and Peter then Marilyn Frampton. Manson got canceled. And you said Peter Frampton, yeah, he was in the band for a little bit, and then Frampton came alive and then died. And then they said Lindsey Buckingham, we'd like you in the band, and he was like, "Can my girlfriend come?" And they were like, "Fine. Who's your girlfriend anyway?" And it was Stevie Nicks and then uh, Lindsey Buckingham. uh, I don't think really did anything that wrong. And Stevie Nicks was like, it's him or me. And they were like, okay, well, then it's obviously you. Everybody likes Stevie Nicks more than they like Lindsey Buckingham. And then I wouldn't go to the concert because I said, hey, no Lindsey, no Fleetwood Mac. And they were like, he wasn't even an original member. I was like, well, Peter Green certainly ain't coming out. I don't even know if Peter Green's still alive. So that's Blink-182 talk. You all
1: wanted it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, look I disagreed with your take, by the way What? Uh, that you don't need anything in, after taking off your pants and jacket Okay, so I've gone on record many times on this podcast Yeah Do you know what I'm about to say? Neighborhoods I'm a big Neighborhoods guy Good, and that's cool Like, you can like Neighborhoods That any, a fucking mess, but I like it
0: But, uh, is na- Neighborhoods, is that a Skiba project?
1: It is not It okay. is the uh, final The final, um, final Blink-182, like as they were, like, going through a divorce, they all recorded, like, their parts separately, and uh, they put out, like, a very experimental-type uh, album, and I really liked it, and a lot of, most people hated it.
0: I think age really matters, and here's where you get into the, like, it's, it's no big thing if somebody who is 30 is friends with somebody who's, like, 40, because it's like, yeah, we're all old adults, whatever, who cares, but... This is a thing, pop culture wise, Blink 182, I think more than other things, where you can really see like the one year age difference or the two year or three year age difference between friends, because my group of friends considers we had this conversation during the uh during quarantine, New Blink. We were we were playing a lot of New Blink, and that was enema of the state. Mark, Tom, and Travis show. Take off your pants and jacket. Ninety nine, two thousand live album. Two thousand one. Take off your pants and jacket. And we were like new. Blink was when they just really became like the ultimate TRL band, and they were this huge thing, and you couldn't escape them. And they were making fun music videos, and everybody loved them. And they were they were all auto tuny and super polished, and it was just great pop music, like the pinnacle of that kind of pop punk thing. But there was still Blink, damn it, all the early stuff, and then after that, like, you, I just didn't really need, like, the, the uh, fucking, like, I never cared about that Miss You song. I was like, oh, this is like, all right, and like, Blink is washed, and like, they're geezers now, and whatever, and now it's so many years that later. Was late in the
1: game, but that was what I would, con- like, for me, that's what I would consider, like. New Blink, but that's because I like got on board with Blink in the, like the Enemy of the State era. Yeah, and
0: I, I a ton of people did, and right. like a lot of people my age did. I th- like I was aware of Blink Twenty um, Two,
1: and I feel like that stuff is somewhat close enough to like the oldish Blink.
0: Yeah, like, there's yeah. A they're using, re- like, there's a there's a
1: thick guitars and shit. There's a real gap though between like the self titled and everything else. Uh in terms of like how um like sort of I, I don't Oh you think you think like the self title was like the last one
0: kind of of no, that era? I or? think that was like
1: the first of the era where it's like a lot of um I don't know how how even to like to say it like airy like you No, know, it like, was
0: like it was differently produced in like again that they were using acoustic guitars, which they and weren't like really
1: using. Somewhat synthy a little bit. I'm trying to think. Uh like I miss you is kinda has like this weird like uh, aren't there strings on that
0: song? But I mean, there's yeah. piano on "Stay Together" for the kids, and
1: yeah, I mean, like I don't know, I I, I can't really talk earlier. about Blink critically because I feel like I like I can't they're a toy, yeah, basically. Uh, I mean, you want
0: to talk about bands? You want to talk about music? Like I give Taylor Swift a hard time for this, like using the same chord progression in every song. Nobody did that more than Blink, and I like my friends and I were tickled by that because. We knew how to play every Blink song on guitar. We could like that. That was the first band whose music I could pick up a guitar and like re- really fake my way through a song
1: because all their songs did the same thing. And I think it's like kind of endearing. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. yeah, it was like very cute and very fun. It was very easy. It's, super easy to sing along to. And it's like I don't think that that uh, it's easier to stomach probably for a person like you where uh like nobody's holding blink up to be like these musical geniuses it they're just like in even at their height there was like it was like three dudes having a good time being goofy, just playing music and being immature, yeah,
0: oh man speaking of which uh did you listen to the Mark Thomas
1: Travis show no that was a that, that was their... that was like a complete blind spot for me,
0: okay, so it's a live album that came out between. Uh, r- right after enema of the state so they were playing a bunch of those songs and some of the old ones then they there was a studio song man overboard that they put on it that was an okay song uh but it was uh as far as being it's not really like a live album it's like the most fixed corrected live album ever but it but it sounds great tom especially sounds great which he's had his troubles sounding even okay live uh but there's it was like the first podcast, because they, they, a lot of that album is its banter, mm-hmm. and it's so fucking inappropriate. Like, right out of the gate, they, they're, they like, asking kids to, like, show their, like, genitalia. Like, it's, like, not good. <laughs> but that was, like... I was gonna say. That's, like, uh. peak 2000, like, oh, no, we were laughing at this. Uh, but... Uh, the last... Yeah, the, like, kind of the last hurrah for me was Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, which, honestly... I might consider potentially. If you could make an argument that that's their best album. I think so.
1: I lo- that was probably my favorite I mean, I of Enema like of the, the new Blink. I love Enema of the State, but like yeah. I think "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket" has more, uh, more for me. I guess.
0: Uh, by the way, people are being huge dicks because I did tweet that uh, you don't really need anything post "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket." Yeah, I disagree with that. And like young cowards are saying. That uh, they disagree. But I knew people would disagree with that. I knew, especially, a friend of the podcast, uh, Keita, would uh, possibly stop listening to the podcast I mean, and possibly kill is, me.
1: Feeling This is an awesome song.
0: Feeling This is the only uh, Washed Blink song I would put on a set list for them to play on this new tour. I would have them open with Feeling This because you got the drum intro. Mm-hmm. Come out there, Travis. <laughs> it's fucking you gotta regret right now like you know right off the bat that can tom still sing and that's the biggest thing i want to impart on this whole blink craze is i don't know if i'm buying tickets to the show right away i'm not i'm waiting I like to see them, but... i mean they last sounded so fucking bad when they were a like when this group was together they were terrible live like see any videos Tom was fucking useless up there so I need to know that he's kind of gotten himself in playing shape and can sing can perform because I was really obviously like it is, for situa- Mark. it
1: is one of those situations though like maybe he was checked out at that point yeah and that's why he ended up leaving and now it's like oh shit yeah I really do want this and I'm gonna work for it and I'm gonna get myself in playing shape and we're all we're all on the same page again. I hope that's the kind of uh I like that they're going all in. Like they're doing a tour, they're doing an album. Uh they're not just like, "All right, we're getting back together for a tour to kind of like easy cash grab, you know?" Yeah. They're they're kind of it seems like they're all all the way back in.
0: I hope, man. I hope. But I'm going to wait because I think that there's so much excitement for this. And I mean, social media has been crazy about it. Again, I consider myself a or I should clarify that I was and am a lover of Blank One Eighty Two. The parts that I liked anyway, so I want to see this show if it's good. But I think that with the hype right now, Ticketmaster is probably going to do dynamic dynamic pricing. Would be my guess. That stupid thing of like based on demand, the tickets are more expensive, which is just a horrible racket. So out of the gate, I Ticket bet it's going to be a racket. No way. I bet it's going to be outrageous
1: out of the gate. So I'm gonna wait. Kind of let the dust settle and then see what's what. Um, Worth pointing out that this is, like, the second time that they've reunited after, like, a near tragedy. Right. First time was Travis Barker's plane crash. Now uh, Mark had cancer, beat cancer, thankfully. And now they're getting back together. So, like, I wish that it didn't take what it's taken for them to put aside their differences for real. And I wonder how long it's going to last not to be, not to be a a negative Nancy here, but no, I mean, there is plenty
0: of reason to think that this will not sound good, but also there's, they could do the Muna thing and just like kind of play the tracks. And a lot of what they fixed on, um, take off your pants and jacket was like the guitar playing to make it a little less sloppy. Um, so maybe they can clean that sort of thing up, but I, I don't care if they play guitar sloppily. I just want to be able to sing along to the songs and for them to not sing horribly. Uh,
1: oh! I just got a we just got a a text from Spike.
0: Yeah, and in one minute, in one minute, Denko tickets go on sale. Oh shit! So are you on this? I'm on it. Okay, so great. We can... Because
1: I took uh I took the the responsibility yeah and i would have chunked that 100 percent. so appreciate you
0: no problem well you took responsibility because we were like hey they go on sale this day but i'd seen something that had a pre-sale so do we do we podcast the experience of getting tickets yes
1: absolutely is it through ticketmaster or what is it it's through mlb (laughs) mlb yeah is it yep oh because it's at fenway
0: yep 12 o'clock all right let's see i just
1: doesn't mlb have better things going on right now it's middle of the playoffs
0: i've entered my presale code
1: let's see what we're looking
0: at this is also where we find out about ticket prices
1: what are we looking at let's get floor yeah i guess it's not really floor at fenway it's turf
0: oh no what happened enter
1: account information you got autofill i bet i'm not gonna you got autofill there
0: do it oh wait did i log in correctly oh
1: come on oh no he's chunking it no shit you come on don't do this to me oh no this is heartbreaking
0: come on that's so annoying there's
1: there's no way we're getting these tickets he's in forget password mode right now
0: this is so annoying I'm also just going for the best
1: what are the what are the qualifications for the pre sale because like na- I feel like there used to be um like exclusivity when it came to pre sale It's like hey, if you've got a mastercard or uh or a discover card, you can get first dibs on tickets and now it's just like pre sale is open to everybody and like ninety percent of the tickets sell out in the pre sale uh
0: come on what's
1: not going to get an answer to that question because DJ is very stressed out. Too busy chunking it. Everybody's going to be so disappointed in you. Okay, come on. Let's see. The worst part about buying tickets is when it like shows it as available on the seat map, and then you click it, and then there's like, oh, sorry, no tickets available.
0: See, oh my God, it just did that to me.
1: Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. This is how it works.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're not getting tickets. (laughs) At all. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. This is how this shit works. You're going to click 19 different sections, and it's going to say, yeah, there's a couple tickets. Oh, you're too late. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. It's really doing this to me.
0: Are you freaking doing this to me?
1: Most predictable thing in the world.
0: All right. I mean, we could try that. I'm not paying that much for oh my god i just want to be near bobby
1: (laughs) dj is gonna have to go to better help after this after this experience why are
0: you fucking doing this to me all right wait let's see best seats available come on just
1: yeah best seats available Go sit in the fucking bathroom. They're all gone.
0: Uh, Wait, you can do. Just, please. I'm gonna. This is a trick that I do a lot. It says they're not available. You just keep doing it, and eventually it will be. But in a pre-sale, it can be tough. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm
1: not. We're not paying. All right. What are the, what's the pro, what's the price structure here?
0: A hundred eighty for good for like lower uh, bowl seats, or two hundred for field.
1: I would take field still. In but that it, case, yeah. you
0: have to do field. Yeah. All right, maybe this one is. These seats are closer to Mayor, but I want to be, want to be middle, so you could face Bobby and also be near Mayor. This is so annoying. Why are we going with four people, too?
1: Uh, Why? Because it's saying, like, there are two tickets or whatever in certain areas, but we've got four?
0: No. This is... Oh, my God. I'm going to... We could try... If we did that one. Also, I do the thing I do a lot, which is, yeah, I'll get the tickets, and then I don't say, what price range do we want? And then I just go for the best ones, and I'm like, okay.
1: It's better to eight hundred dollars, it, please. It's, it's better to shoot first and then ask questions later. Oh my god! Come once on. that, uh, once those student loan refunds kick in, you'll be swimming in it. That eight hundred dollars is going to seem like nothing. Oh my god! Really? You really doing this to me right now? Uh oh, we got a text from our uh, dead boys group chat and says tickets on presale, and I'm going to. Response. Yeah, I fucking know. I mean, I can get bad seats. No, we don't want that. Because this is still just a pre-sale, so we've got yeah. another chance. Are you? Oh, you got through on something. Yeah. Bad seats? Like, bad seats. Are you thinking about grabbing those as a, secu- a security blanket and then throwing those on resale if we get better ones? I guess. Should we do that? I guess, yeah. I mean... It's it's better than nothing, I suppose, and you will be able to sell those. I hope so.
0: Required information missing. You can. Ugh.
1: This is a heartbreaking experience.
0: Are you feeling alone? I guess just another. I guess just another. But da 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 oh and then that's the worst and it's like where do you live and i'm like i don't know i fucking move all the time motherfucker (laughs) oh come on just please work can you just do that for me what uh that's a very nice part of the song all right i think i just need to correctly guess what my address might be and that's what sucks they're like hey you want to do like paperless stuff save the environment cool so then you never add update your fucking address because why would you need to correct and they're like where do you live where do i fucking live i don't know got him but yeah, that's so. I, that's on me. I should have considered that because I generally do make sure that I've got all my loggies logged. But
1: for well, for MLB.com, I'm willing to forgive that it. one. You, yeah, yeah. What was the last time that you logged into MLB.com to either buy Red Sox tickets for
0: like one dollar because it came with nine hundred <laughs> million dollars worth of hot dogs, or to buy other concert tickets at Fenway Park?
1: Yeah. That's fair.
0: Damn it! All right. See. Ya. See you on the road.